Hello and welcome to the 81 All Out podcast. Like many of you listening, I'm deeply saddened by the tragic events that are unfolding in India. Some of my closest friends have been directly affected by the coronavirus, either because they have tested positive and they are recovering, or because they are grieving after the loss of their loved ones. We at 81 All Out uh, have been discussing how we can show our solidarity. Uh, for what is happening and how we can contribute so we have decided that um, you know all the funds that we receive uh, for the support of our show we have decided that over the months of may and june it will be donated to unicef which is currently uh, raising funds for the fight against covid in india they are delivering vital supplies and uh, they are providing valuable support on the ground um, for our part we have decided to match your contributions for up to 800 us dollars and uh, we hope that will be a small contribution in this uh, big big fight against this virus so please follow the link in the show notes as you usually do uh, we understand that you can donate to any organizations that you wish in your own capacity but in this case uh, we too will be matching that amount uh, till a certain cap and for whatever you donate in may and june uh, will go towards that and we will also be contributing in the ashishan texas india win they come back for the second india have won the test match india have won the series they're going to get back for two india are home lords goes wild hello and welcome to the latest episode of the 81 all out podcast This is Siddhartha Vaidyanathan, and uh, today I'm joined by a very special gentleman who I consider to be uh, an ace archaeologist specializing in Indian cricket. Uh, I'm referring to Mr. Jairaj Galgali, who runs this terrific YouTube channel where he uploads cricket footage from the years gone by. Um, most of the, these videos are from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. and uh, for me each clip is like a time capsule because it takes me back to an era that uh, i'm not that familiar with but uh, it's also an era where cricket and life seems to have been so different compared to now so watching those videos it takes me to a different world and uh, for the service that you're doing uh, uh, jay thank you so much and on behalf of all the viewers and the listeners i would like to extend this gratitude to you as i welcome you to our show thank you thank you sir and i told you earlier i'm very charmed that you think that uh, this conversation is going to be interesting will be engaging for your viewers for your listeners happy absolutely. to be here absolutely i'm sure uh, we are more than everyone will be more than happy to hear from you and uh, hear from the voice that is behind these lovely uh, youtube clips and uh, so <laughs> let uh, take me back uh, you know like your videos does you should also now take me back to a time you know your childhood days your introduction to cricket uh, how was it like uh, if you can just give us an idea of the world back yeah. then and your world exactly so back when i used to be a kid the world was very very different no internet no youtube no television either and uh, the only channels for some sort of amusement for a kid back in those days in my i can recall probably two or three things one is comics 
we used to read a lot of mandrakes and phantoms and that that that's the first escapade into something outside of home or something outside of school the second one was uh, films obviously and then cricket three things and uh, our childhood used to be centered around uh, on discussions on conversations and gossips about whatever tidbits we could glean out of those newspaper articles periodicals and uh, the commentaries that we used to listen to the live commentaries and then next day just like the discussions happen today on on whatsapp forums of the live matches next day we couldn't wait for our classes to end for the friends to huddle around the shade of a tree and then mull over or go over the the juicy moments of the previous days uh, live game uh, and uh, it's a uh, uh, that's that used to be the pretty much the the world again i repeat it was movies it was cricket it was comics two of the things i notice uh, prominently on all your videos in your background one is pg wodows uh, you know you seem to be a big uh, Uh, connoisseur of pg wodows and uh, the second is of course the famous uh, kannada actor dr rajkumar so can you tell us a bit about uh, how, how they played a part in your childhood it seems that uh, they are both very important to you pg wodows happened much later in my teenage years okay. but what's interesting is the uh, what happened the phenomenon that took place when i was a child and uh, i think you posed the i mean whatever i'm going to say would segue into the into the question that came up on twitter as to why why we recall certain time in our childhood days much more prominently why are we anchored to such such depths to a particular phase in our childhood and uh, i've been thinking a lot about that and uh, i have a couple of theories one is that there is this notion about inner child inner child there is an inner child in every one of us and the buddhist things very highly on on, on this principle they use this uh, the the notion the concept of an inner child as a, as a healing tool the child has gone through trauma and so forth no i'm not going to go no, i'm not going to go that path i am thinking more about the inner child in us who who has had his moments of joy who has had its cup of ice creams the cup of delights growing up that's one concept the second concept is um we often talk about what are your earliest childhood memories we say ah you know someone would say my my uncle i remember him carrying me on his shoulders when i was 3 or 4 and my i remember my grandfather doting me and uh, so many such recollections when uh, we are we used to be like maybe 3 or someone will claim oh my i have memories even earlier than that but for me a more important a subtler question would be what's the earliest recollection of you being you what's the earliest memory of to be more specific siddharth being siddharth you know says i i am here i exist i am sid i i have come to the world you know I, this is world versus me there's the sense of iness that's that's a important memory in my view for example i and jay you know i uh, i'm in this world and i'm looking around here is the relationship between i am the subject the world is an object that that notion of 
the sense of feeling of that I am, I exist, the sense of self-identity. So that, my theory is that, I, I don't want to call it my theory, my experience is that it happens, at least in my case, it happened when I was in my middle school, probably when I was in my fifth or sixth grade or fifth or sixth standard, as we call it there. And uh, that's a very pivotal moment because the kind of things that you like, you fall in love, you uh, adore, you start, you start wondering, you start becoming curious. When that coincides with the time of your self-awareness, that's a it's 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 a very powerful, it's a very very huge uh, moment, and. And that's where the inner child in us, we, we discover that, we learn that it has, the inner child has lost his heart to the, the kind of uh, the, the channels of uh, joy that life presented back in those days. For instance, in my case, Rajkumar, uh, you know, I, when Rajkumar died in 2007 or so, I, I teared up, not because a great actor passed away, because it's a big symbol of my childhood was no longer there, was no longer there. And likewise, Vishwanath, Chandra, Patodi, Prasanna, all the folks who we used to, we used to be awe-inspired, we used to look up to, that phenomenon happened at the very moment of our self-awareness. So my, I posit that the the cricket matches we we recall the the most that we adore most are around the time of my middle school years, around the time when I have, I became first started becoming aware of myself. Likewise, I find myself going back to um, Amitabh Palekar's movies, the mid seventies. I find myself going back to the Rajkumar movies in the mid 70s and the cricket matches from the precisely the same era the India West Indies series 1974-75 India England series 72-73 and again all the wonderful matches that happened during that decade yeah it's very interesting that you're talking about that because um, there are you know people often talk about the shedding of innocence, you know, the end of innocence that happens a little later when you're maybe in your uh, high school or when you finish your high school, when you come to grips with the uh, badness in the world and you realize that all your ideal fantasies are uh, all just too idealistic. But you're talking about the opposite in middle school where you're yeah, exactly. where you're discovering the joys of the world and you are far more idealistic maybe and romantic at that stage. Yeah, it's like you've, you've, that's life is presenting. Life is like a, you're looking upon life as a romance, a romance of life. That's how I call it because it's, it's a sweet face. That's the first time I ever, I ever like became aware of myself. And I also saw that in my son's, uh, his growing up years as well. When he was in middle school, uh, J.K. Rowling's happened, Harry Potter happened. And he is an avid basketball devotee, and Kobe Bryant is his god. And and you know, have you have no idea how sad he was when Kobe Kobe Bryant passed away last year, and how sad all of us all of us were. And for in my son's case, they 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 have been his uh, childhood idols, and I I'm noticing that pretty much coincided with when he was around 10, 11, 12, maybe, and not prior to that, not later, around that time. 
so so uh, in terms of uh, dr rajkumar uh, was it uh, you experienced him through the cin- cinema theaters or uh, did you experience him through the music or can you talk a bit about that because a lot Both. of the clips that you upload uh, you know has been shown in the cinema theaters as well so i'm wondering if there was a connection between the two you watching cricket and then you watching dr rajkumar no no rajkumar uh, there are two separate things rajkumar movies obviously you, you fall in love with his movies then later on his songs and he was he was an icon and i don't want to get into this raj because people understand that right is more that why why rajkumar and that, that question is that i told you why rajkumar because it's it's because of our growing up years and the same reverence might not have been shared by some of the folks who were born a couple of decades later and like with shole i i i'll be remiss if i did not mention shole shole happened august 15 1975 that's when shole was released and it was mind boggling i mean shole on itself you, it doesn't really matter which generation you are from it's supposed to be one of those dividers of uh, pre shole era and the post shole era so in our case we were very lucky i was very lucky that i was a middle schooler when shole happened or rather i was a high schooler when shole happened and that's why i you know i i find myself going back to those famous gabbar singh dialogues or even i have pretty much watched every documentary on how shole was made i have pretty much all the books that was around the the making of the shole and uh, the same phenomenon the, the same thing is about our childhood years about the first time when we started becoming aware of ourselves and all the 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 good stuff that we we find ourselves falling in love with yeah one of the things i notice in your videos is the uh, intermingling of cricket and uh, movies yeah right. i'll 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 mention that so you brought up my cricket uh, videos i think it's very important to give a proper context where these videos are coming from and uh, uh i want to go back to this uh, film station film station was 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 uh, created in 1948 to to articulate the energy of a just born nation and then films divisions used to send its crew all over to the country to cover some of the milestone moments of the country's evolving cultural evolving political uh, evolving sports landscape to capture some moments and the camera would the cameraman would go all over and uh, and then film them as as they were happening and then they, they would piece together into a 10 minute news reel and the news reel used to be dished out like uh, each year several dozens of news reels used to be released and where were where were they shown not on tv there was no tv back then and they were not in its private collection it's government with government's way of disseminating the the news as it was occurring in the, all over the nation that was the only visual media it used to be shown as an obligatory film reel or an obligatory like just you see the ads on on youtube every theater in india before they f- screen their feature film they were mandated to show this government's news reel and i think it was the practice continued to my recollection until the early 80s when tv started becoming popular and there was the need for films films and films to be shown in the theaters i think became moot so movie watchers from uh, your parents or grandparent generation or your uncle generation will recall will fondly recall 
the newsreels that they had to watch before watching Shole, you had to watch a 10 minute newsreel. And sometimes it used to be like a with mixed feeling because you've gone there to watch a movie, but then you're suddenly they are shown some flood in, you know, in West Bengal and sometimes the visit of a foreign dignitary and the vice president going and visiting them. So each newsreel would comprise of two to three minute segments of a, of a variety of things. And finally, towards the end, the last three minutes would be dedicated to the sports channel. So they would cover whatever sports was uh, happening around the time, kabaddi or hockey or cricket. Sometimes, lucky, we would be able to watch the movie, the, the cricket matches that we had just heard in the previous weeks. We had just heard a live commentary where India was winning or the match being drawn. And then we go to the movie theaters and, wow, here, here are our heroes on a, on, a, on a movie screen. How cool is that? And it used to be like just two to three minutes. Just, just that. And then now, uh, again, that's that's the only way where we could get... A, today, it's like all over, all over, right? But back then, that was the only channel where we could visualize how it must have been, how the cricket matches were played, and we were able to watch our idols in action. The two to three segments, it wasn't... It wasn't like, even in the five-day match, just imagine, it's not, they don't have an endless supply of reels. They just had very limited, a few hundreds of feet, I would imagine. And they would randomly capture here and there. And, and I, I say this again and again, and Chandra bowled, and oftentimes we were so disappointed. Hey, you know, it didn't capture the precise moment of Kot Solkar bowled Chandra, but then the camera focuses on him just around the time when the batsman starts walking back. Because Cam Raven wouldn't know. I mean, he, he, he just could not turn on, keep the camera on and on, right? He had just a limited supply of reels. So that's the context. That's a context. Yeah. That's where these yeah. these films, these uh, films that I upload, are coming from. Brilliant, and uh, it strikes me how you know the time lapse would have been so uh, surreal because you would have read, uh, you would have heard the commentary on radio, you would have read it in the newspaper, and then after a period of time, you're watching it on screen. So it is almost like all your senses are coming together over a period of say a few weeks to get the experience of that match. Yeah, yeah, just just that you know, it's not like it's not guaranteed that every match we heard live commentary of, we were able to see. We were, if you're lucky, we were able to see. And then, even my father, who was a teenager in the 1950s, even he recalls watching those uh, tidbits of uh, cricket coverage during the time when they used to go to movies. And uh, and then the word would spread around, hey, this whatever theater in Darwad, okay, they're, they're showing the India West Indies 1952. Okay, let's go. Regardless of how crappy the movie was, they used to watch. They used to watch the first part. And then if they liked the movie, they would stay back. Otherwise, they would just, just come out. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. brilliant. I mean, it built the imagination, didn't it? Yeah, it it like gave a, a, a visual a visual representation of whatever we were imagining. It was otherwise everything else was inside our inside our mind. Everything else. Now we saw we see that and it's oh this is how Kavaskar looks. This is how Patodi looks. Oh my God, they were like demigods. <laughs> yeah, and just to see them walking, even like going towards the field, and just to see them doing anything at all, we used to get goose pimples. And and, and then the, the picture quality used to be darn good, not the kind of stuff that I show. The same picture, though, that I show, because, I don't know, the film division 
they probably take a lot of shortcuts in digitizing it they, because there's a lot of uh, quality is lost the resolution is lost when you i think it's probably it's got to do with how they compress because if you want to actually save it in the original uh, the original resolution they might have to probably i don't know what they're but then whatever it is it is so i can't complain too much so but what you saw back then was what we quality. saw what we, i'll tell you let me repeat what we used to see back then was no different than the quality of a black and white rajkapoor movie was no different because it's it's like it's, it's like real folks capturing with their movie quality camera on the field and they would show it to us and of course we may not be able to see the close ups but then whatever was being shown the quality was to be superb it used to be superb just just like the quality of the black and white movies and then the resolution has been lost probably because of how the compression techniques the the film division folks are been using to archive that's my that's my theory they might have their own reasons you know wow so now that we're talking so much about memories uh, talk a bit about you know maybe two or three early memories uh, cricketing memories or players or things that come <laughs> yeah. to your mind i'm sure there are millions but i'm saying yeah sure <laughs> no i i i distinctly recall the the first very first match it wasn't a test match i haven't seen any test match live but i have actually heard and i have watched the tv coverage but i recall the very first uh, first class match it was a ranji trophy match between tamil nadu and karnataka that i saw it must be early i don't know 72 73 my father took us to the stadium before i get there let me give the contrast today today's kid who is like 10 or 12 years who has never watched an ipl never watched a t20 never watched a test match when their dad or uncle or mom or aunt they they take the kid to the stadium ksc or the swami stadium and and the kid is excited oh my god this is my first match however the difference is that kid knows exactly what to expect because of the so much of tv coverage so he kid kid it doesn't need any intro as to how the what visuals are going to greet when he walks into the stadium however when 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 i first saw the, the, the match with the ranji trophy and i had no idea i had no clue what to expect so i remember going with my father along with my i was 11 11 or 12 my brother was 9 i guess my father took hey bachcho chalo let's let's watch a ranji trophy so that was a friday saturday sunday i guess friday we went there in our earlier he took us on his vespa scooter we walk in a good one hour before the match and the inner child in me i i i recall with my eyes popping up at every bit of thing that i'm seeing every bit of detail that's greeting me it's like it has no precedence i've never seen anything like this before i didn't even know what to expect you walk in the excited crowd with, with so much of anticipation so much of excitement patiently waiting for the match to begin and the sun that's that just begun its leisurely trip from the east to the west and the lush green outfield i never knew that a cricket field would look like this for all the little cricket we played was with not even with stumps we used to draw like three lines with a charcoal on the wall and play with neighboring pitch and i kind of knew some rules rudimentary rules and i recall playing cricket 
the few boys right across the bungalow where chinna swami used to live I, i haven't seen him either but we were told the great chinna swami the chairman of the bcci used to live right across in malaysia now i'm digressing but then going back to the first match we saw and it's 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 like absolute a piece of like uh, it's a phenomenon it's just not a game it's a phenomenon that treated us treated me and and then at the stroke of 10 or 5 minutes before that i see two dignified men walking out with their black uh, pants and then white coats and i asked apa who are these why they are the umpires don't you know oh okay umpires and then eventually i would learn oh these are these are the men who decide the fate of the game and then and to me the, the most romantic site is the site of the fielding the, the captain and his his uh, team of 11 dressed in spotless whites no endorsement spotless whites walking out representing their team it's it's a site that i devour and there is one of the uploads uh, i think india west indies 74 bangalore match you can see patodi leading his team uh, and um, you see chandra vishwanath abidali following closely behind oh, man i i go back to that upload and i just f- f- watch that little piece i mean it's actually a 40 minute uh, upload but then i find myself repeatedly watching that little segment of maybe 5 or 10 seconds where you see patodi leading his team and going back to my first match it was prasanna who was leading the karnataka team i was stifled disappointed because um, karnataka had lost the toss to tamil nadu but they're not for long because i got to see all the karnataka players we were lucky enough to find a seat in the pavilion there is p1 which you call it and right next to the screen was a ramp a concrete ramp which would lead to the dressing room and the sight of the all the the 11 walking down to to the field to resume their position then the sight of the two batsmen walking out it's like it's it's poetry it's etched in my mind forever it's etched in my mind forever yeah i think that's uh, and then and then uh, yeah and before i forget then then i see after uh, the the formality of the opening overs then i see the great chandra bowling oh my god i i remember distinctly his the way he used to mark his run up 10 steps when and when i when i would meet chandra eventually he said he corrected me not 10 9 and 1/2 he said i i don't know what that half meant it was a tiny hop i think the 10th one but i do recall 10 10 strikes and his the sight of him first measuring his mark and the sight of him coming to bowl it's like it's it's a piece of art it's a piece of art i i can i'm so glad i watched him and and he was among the the first uh, memories in, in my recollection of cricket so that's the uh, and then the whole i said the entire it's a package it's just not the game it's the entire experience of uh, the, the uh, stadium the 30 40000 crowd the excitement the the, the men in white and and the game of cricket being played and and even we used to cherish even those moments where the drinks interval would come every one hour but now we don't get to watch it because there is ad there are commercials i mean there are commercials even between bowls between two bowls and and then there we used to watch the interaction between the captain would walk up to the bowler and exchange a few pieces of advice and the two batsmen would meet in the middle of the pitch and you know all those little little moments they are like ornaments put it this way 
ornaments and they, together they they make up they, they constitute the beauty of the beauty of the game or beauty of the experience or the richness of the experience beautiful uh, it's poetic the way you mentioned that uh, chandra was 10 steps and then he mentioned 9 and a half that's such a <laughs> fantastic uh, anecdote yeah. i mean it's a it's yeah. almost and and uh, you know for somebody like you who's fir- one of the first memories is watching chandra and then to watching chandra i told So later, later meet him. Meet him. that must have been was, a surreal was, experience <laughs> it was surreal i'm telling you it was surreal it was surreal and then i i tell you why meeting chandra meeting meeting uh, vishwanath meeting rajkumar i'm very lucky to have met them in person was what felt more surreal than meeting kapil dev much kapil dev uh, i met him like earlier and of course it was incredible to be talking to kapil dev but then the my idols chandra prasanna i mean tandra and uh, uh, vishwanath and dr rajkumar you know what the difference between them and, and the rest of the folks that i would meet later is that these three men they they played they they brought they actually uh, casualed the inner child in me and that that's why it feels so special that's why it felt it feels surreal when i think about it absolutely i mean i i can uh, completely uh, i i can't actually uh, understand the feeling but i can vaguely relate to it because i've also uh, felt that but one thing that i want to come back to about uh, you know your experience of the first match that you mentioned my uncle who was uh, you know of that earlier generation he always told me you know he's like you people are actually unlucky because uh, your world is in color he said my world was in black and white my dreams were in black and white and then when i went to the cricket match at first i saw color and he's like that experience exactly. you yeah, will he, never have <laughs> he's he, he exactly he, yeah he's he's, he's he's so right he articulated it so so beautifully right and suddenly there it's whole thing unfolds you know the whole thing magnificent stadium and and everything like because the thing is that the the, the key takeaway here is that we never knew what to expect when you walk into the stadium we never knew what to expect it just it, it's a marvelous landscape that greets you and i have i no matter how hard i try i can never be able to describe the depth of uh, the the feeling that that i still have yeah and i can imagine if it's because uh, you know if you have dreamt in if you have only thought in black and white then to go and see the blue skies the green lawns the white spotless actually <laughs> I, i i would go even further i i didn't know what to think because there are no there's not even black and white because it was just photographs and it was uh, just um, the newspaper columns and the descriptions that the, the commentators used to give on, on the radio and that was you know, i didn't even know how to imagine there was like nothing virtually nothing pretty empty landscape and and from there to the to the marvel of uh, the, the entire experience it's like a, a phantom step it's a big big step and that's when that's when you know that, that's why I, i i keep going back to the cricket matches from that era more often than any other any other era and not of there are matches which happened prior to that again i'm not saying i can't relate to it because and there are obviously matches which happened later 1980 the world cup and even the, the earlier this year the gabam victory great but still the particular phase in the 70s stands out forever special to me 
Absolutely. I can understand. You have spoken about uh, Chandra. Uh, tell us a bit about Vishwanath. I mean, uh, people who talk about Vishwanath, who have seen him bat, who have seen him, who, they, they just have a certain, you know, there is a certain aura that comes when talking about Vishwanath. <laughs> Vishwanath, I mean, I, well, so many people have written so many, like, uh, books are rather they've, they've spoken. I, I, I don't want to describe this phase batting. I mean, I'm I'm not qualified to do that. But he was like a piece of art. He was he was a piece of his 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 watching him was like is like watching or, or reading or listening to a beautiful song. That's how I would describe it. More from the point of view of from the art rather than technique. Technique there are folks, many folks more qualified to describe his technique. I just, even when he played a defense, you know, he used to marvel at it. And uh, uh, I mean, I'm, my my recollection is, I haven't, obviously I haven't watched it, but I definitely heard a commentary was the, the terrific uh, innings in Madras, I think 75, or when was 74, it? 74, 75. Yeah. The 97 not out is epic, epic innings. And Chandra was out and 97 Vishwanath comes back and I discovered that uh, film and I was like, oh my God. And unfortunately, they didn't show much of uh, his batting, but whatever it was, it was like a gold mine. And interestingly enough, uh, when I met Chandra in 2013 or so, when he came to my home, you know, he visited us. And then I asked him, Yen Chandra, Uta Butrala, <laughs> 97. <laughs> <laughs> like he just like smiled nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that uh, that innings uh, ninety seven is uh, you know iconic in Indian cricket history. Anyone yeah. who saw it, I think, uh, will never forget it. And they talk about it with such awe because Andy Roberts running in the Chepok pitch, I think, was uh, very pacey at that time. And to play that inning, and a couple of other memories besides watching, right? Even listening to radio commentary. Uh, the great Suresh Saraya, Nanchetalwar, David Chetravedi, Balu Alaganan from the south, they, they, they defined our pretty much childhood. They defined our childhood. And um, the other vivid memory I have was when the India West Indies, in West Indies, I think, it may be 75, 76, I don't quite recall that. Uh, where, um, I think uh, it was like, India were eight or nine down, and it was finally engineer and Chandra, and engineer used to take a few runs, hit a boundary or so, and the last ball he would manage to st steal a single so that he could retain the strike in the next over. And I recall after five balls, engineer having faced Andy Roberts, just before a sixth ball, I, I used to be like 12 years then, I used to run to the puja room and then I would pray, oh God, for heaven's sake, let engineer take that run. <laughs> wow. You know, that, that used to be like I, <laughs> the, the innocence of the kid back then. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but tell us a bit more because uh, a commentary uh, also seems to play such a big part in uh, you know some of your videos. Of course, the film exhibition, uh, the commentary is uh, slightly different from uh, what we hear. But uh, you know the uh, there is this fascinating insights that you have about you know people like Zul Velani and a uh, few others who brought oh. about the game. It's so fantastic. Well, that's different. So there are two commentaries when you think of commentary. A uh, big part of what we relate to is a live commentary, which was broadcasted on the on the radio. 
all India Radio. And yeah. uh, I mentioned, already mentioned Suresh Saraya, Alan Chetalwad, all, all, all India Radio. And it used to be a ball-by-ball description. Ball-by-ball description. And, and for for millions of ticket lovers, that used to be, uh, that used to be the, they were our years, they, they were our, uh, what shall I say, uh, we used to learn, we used to imagine, they used to paint, paint the visual uh, picture of what was going, what was happening there. You know, there was the Sanjaya in the Bhagavad Gita, they say, right? Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm like describing what's going on. It, it used to be pretty much like that. Now I can know how significant the role of Sanjaya was in the Mahabharata war. It, 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 was, it was tantamount to that. And they used to do such a marvelous job. And then we used to we used to listen to hours and hours of commentary, and and then I, I remember their styles of narration as well. Unfortunately, there's not even a minute's piece of their record voice samples, and that's in my bucket list to somehow unearth them, listen to them. And I'm going back to what I mentioned. That's a different one. That's a documentary narration. That's different. That's like more like when you make a documentary film. And then there is a narration that happens. And that is not like a rapid fire, like comedy that happens during a live uh, session. It's more like a descriptive, a documentary style of narration. It's a completely different genre of uh, commentating. And I brought up Zul Villani because I, I, I didn't even know such a guy existed. But when I was uploading these movies and I realized in many of those, there is such a marvelous voice, especially you look up uh, the India West Indies series, India England series, and that's well. Then I looked at the uh, credits and learned that there was a guy called Zul Vellani, and then I looked him up, and then I discovered that uh, he was the voice of. Uh, he remembered as the voice of India back then. He was a government of India servant. I think he was. He must. He must have been a government of India servant because he worked for the Finns division and then his voice is all over, not only in the cricket matches, but also in many of the documentaries uh, that, that were produced by the Finns division. And uh, I, just like people, music connoisseurs, like Carnatic, Hindustani, they have a discerning ear for rocks and for songs and they'll say, hey, you know, this, this, this uh, uh, guy in that group is not, quite a guy, it's a little like flat or whatever. They're able to discern such nuances. I have an ear for spoken language, not just English, but even Canada and, and then Bengali, Marathi, even French. And I and I don't claim to know any of those, but I, I, I just am curious about what makes a language sweet and uh, intonations and, and I can have my own theories about correlations of how the language is spoken, the emotions that are behind. So in that context, I found Zulvalani's voice pretty caring, warm, his sweet baritone. And uh, then I became curious. I also discovered that uh, Indira Gandhi used to be very fond of his voice. And um, she had built that... When she died, her last journey, the video commentary of her last journey, should be none other than Zulvellani. So the story goes that, which I mentioned in the upload, that uh, two plain cloths uh, men knocked the door of uh, Zulvellani's flat, probably in Bombay, I guess, and they took him in a chartered flight to Delhi. 
and they didn't know why, but eventually they would learn that it was uh, he, because he, in Gandhi had willed that he should be doing a running commentary, apparently, which he, he, he did. I know one has a recording, but it's chronicled. And even his son wrote to me a few days back, recalling that incident. And the reason why I mentioned, mentioned him is because, well, for the very reason, no one knew, knew about him. And, and the fact that he, he contributed so much in such a significant way, I thought, uh, you know, it's just one has to pay tribute to him. And that's what I attempted to do on that episode. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, we, I didn't know about him either. I learned about him. And uh, it's great to learn about that. And also, I think uh, you had shared a lovely letter, that lovely email that he yes, had. which I received, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Anmol Vellani, just a few days back, yeah. yeah. Share that. A very sweet uh, email that he had sent about that. But uh, I was uh, interested in what you were saying just now about uh, language and uh, commentary and things. So uh, is there some um, something you can tell us about uh, English as a medium no. for uh, cricket? English, uh, you know, my, my, my love, my curiosity for the spoken language, I don't say necessarily English, but generally any language. It comes from my... I... I uh, work with uh, a few blind schools back in India. I make podcasts or I make, not podcasts, like I, I read uh, short stories, like Malgudi Days and Kabuliwala and uh, Arabian Nights and five, five, six, six minutes. And I absolutely love it. I put in a little music. Then these uh, stories are played in the classroom. I even made a documentary, audio documentary on Sachin Tendulkar, which the children absolutely loved it. And there... Uh, I uh, I wanted to read the stories in Kannada originally, but the principal said, no, no, the children have to anyway learn English. I said, sir, English, there is so much content already. So why, why are you asking? Because if you go look up, there is, there is no depth of... He said, no, in English, we have... Uh, the challenge is that most of the content that you see there are read by Western readers, American, British, and so forth, and Australian. But kids can't understand uh, the accent. Oh, that's that's when I was in business, so to speak. So then, when you read, then I learned that the children would would closely follow because that's the only medium for them. They don't watch YouTube or the only medium is through the the audio. Then I was paying like a lot of attention. There's so much detail I used to listen to, and then I used to uh, go to great lens to make sure that uh, the stories that I read was in good quality with the proper accent. And then that question came up, what exactly is an Indian accent? And then I started pondering over that. And if you look at it, Indian accent has its multiple, multiple flavors, just like Indian food. And it's beautiful, though. South Indians have their own accent. Kannada people have their own accent, and Tamilians, and Maharashtrians, and Bengalis, and so forth. Then the problem that uh, that that arose was, what do I do? I mean, like, how do I speak? I speak. I can. I would speak naturally, though. But then, when storytelling, it, it's like I I had to use my mother tongue influence. Had to be there. I had to sound like a South Indian. I had to sound like a Maharashtrian. But when it comes to reading documentaries when you when it comes to narration narrating a documentary that's an interesting thing there i had to remove the mother tongue influence and there zohar is my role model if you listen to him it's distinctly an indian accent it's not it's it's not british or it's not american and you can't tell 
which part of uh, India Zul is from, east, west, north, south, you just can't tell. And there is a certain, uh, to me, that's the benchmark of uh, a proper narration's diction style, I repeat, not for the fictional part, but when, when you want to do documentary narration. But just to give an example, right, I am from Karnataka, right? And I've heard many of my friends, you and I, uh, like uh, English, we speak pretty much like in Canada. To just to give a little illustration, uh, that and all. Uh, I mean, oh, Adela Gutta. You know, just like how you intonate in Canada. Uh, how uh, I mean, Adenga. <laughs> you know, like Maharashtrians, like they they never call bread. It's called bread. You know, they 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 have their own style, and not to mention Malayali. There's so many like uh, humorous pieces. You know, I don't considered necessary to repeat it, but you got the point. And but then when it comes to the the, the narration style that I adopt, I, I I try and eliminate the MTI, mother tongue influence, which I don't. If I'm reading a story, I, I don't want to eliminate mother tongue influence is beautiful. But when you are narrating a documentary, I feel it's important to to be cognizant of the, what style of diction you are using. No, that's a very, very uh, profound point you've made, actually, because the way the uh, Indians naturally speak English, uh, we have a certain idiom in which, uh, like just like you said, you know, the, uh, we, we often transliter- transliterate from one language to the other. Like you said in Canada, the verbs are, you know, the position of the verbs are very different uh, the way Indians speak and the way, uh, you know, an Englishman or an American will speak English. Let me clarify Everything is zero, different flavors. Everything is beautiful. I'm not making any judgment here as what's better over the rest. I just want to clarify because one of the viewers got in that particular, when I comment, when I uh, give, when I mention about Zulvelani and his diction style, a couple of comments I read, what's in a language? What's a, why are you making such a big deal of the language? You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just pointing out a difference here. It's, I, I repeat, I say this again. The Indian, language, the Indian English, as spoken by a Malayali or a Kannada or a Telugu or a Tamilian, it's as beautiful as any other flavor of English. It's as beautiful. And uh, it's, it's just that it's interesting to note the, the, the gamut of richness that we have in our own country. And again, I repeat, when in a narration style, uh, it, it's a very different sort of diction that we use. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm not uh, saying one is bad or one is uh, worse. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, there needs to be, uh, at least this is my view, a kind of an opening up of the imagination in which the language that you use to describe your cricket is close to the idiom that is of your own, uh, you know, character and personality. And very often I right. find whether it's writers or whether it's commentators, they are trying to imitate somebody else. Yeah, they they probably they used to be, I think, back in many of them used to allege that some of the folks in the earlier radio commenters they used to imitate the British accent. Yeah. And Balu Alagan stayed truthful to his accent. He was a hardcore Tamilian. Absolutely. And I used to love his commentary. And very heavy, like Tamilian influence. Beautiful though. I, I used to love Balu Alagan and style as well. Yeah, even uh, Raya, I think, had a very distinct uh, Gujarati accent. Yeah, uh, Gujarati, yeah, he had, he, I recall, and Nalan Chetalwad, one of the best. And uh, they all had their distinct styles. I don't know. I can't really say who was trying to imitate the the Western accent. Uh, I don't know. But whatever it was, it was beautiful. 
Wonderful. So uh, let's get to actually the point, uh, you know, the your passion that you've been following about uh, archives and collection. Tell us a bit about where that began and how you went about actually building this uh, fantastic collection. Oh, uh, that happened about uh, four years back. And uh, it's interesting because although these archives have always existed, uh, it needed a crisis for a crisis to happen in my life for me to even start like start a quest go on a quest of um, acquiring discovering these videos so there was a, a family health crisis and uh, just to hasten to add now life is good we are we are in good shape and well, we have had a very difficult journey though over the last three four years four years okay. and when the diagnosis happened and while i was going through no, no, now, now it's beautiful. Everything is fine, okay. and, and uh, like so, it's, it began in a very turbulent manner. And when we were going through the diagnosis, the chemotherapies, the stem cell transplants, and so forth, and uh, I needed a place to escape into. I needed a shelter uh, from this captivity of the reality, and uh, I. I two things. One is I used to Woodhouse came to rescue. Woodhouse came to my rescue, especially the audiobooks read by Jonathan Cecil. And I used to listen to him on my during my commute. And to such an extent that uh, you know I would deliberately take the, the slower slower route to work and back home as well because I wanted to maximize how much I my, my time with PG Woodhouse. The second thing that came to my rescue was uh, the cricket footage and I there was none 2016 there was nothing and then the reason is that I go back to the, the concept of the inner child what happened was the the trauma the adult me was facing was going through in real life that the trauma made the adult Gerald J Jairaj reach out spend more time with the inner child I wanted to be more, I want the inner child wanted to be heard as well. Hey, you know, I, I could feel him asking the 12 year inner child in me, hey, where are those videos? Where are those? The one that I grew up listening to, the live commentary, I grew up watching those in the theaters. Go find. I, I could hear the cry of the inner child in me. And I I started a quest, and then as it has to be somewhere. And then eventually, it's a very long story to cut it short. I eventually managed to get to their uh, database, get to their uh, get to their uh, collection. It's very difficult, though. It's not like straightforward how how you actually how they archive. How it's not searchable. There's nothing next. And uh, I managed to find a few of them, maybe two or three. India, I think India, England. And what I did was I watched and was delighted, so happy that I thought uh, I will share it with a few of my friends. And I just uploaded it on YouTube. That was the first upload was in September 2016. And diagnosis had happened in August, I guess. And then I, I just uploaded and shared it with a, shared a link with a few friends of mine. There's no channel, is nothing. And then I forgot about it. One year later, I was flabbergasted to discover that there were over a million hits. I didn't know about that. I absolutely didn't know about it. And then one of my, like, uh, was talking to my father, and he said that, Beta, I mean, when we were teenagers too, we used to remember watching those movies. Then that's, hey, 
If my father remembers watching those uh, videos, there must be a way to to find or to unearth this. There, there has to be some place where they are stored. And I um, eventually managed to find the right contacts. Oh, it wasn't easy. I, I'm sitting here in California, and they are there in Mumbai. And uh, several calls, several nagging calls to them, to the extent that they had even blocked my number. <laughs> and then I eventually I found out the right department, the right people, and uh, I managed to procure them. Um, and eventually they would become my, I don't, they would know me well. And I would call them, they'll say, hey, Galgali Saab, Kaim Antas, and uh, hey, man, I, I need the following. And then uh, can you send me these newsreels? So I, f- from the thousands of newsreels that Film Division has, I managed to unearth or I managed to retrieve about 200 DVDs or so, which pretty much has every bit of celluloid, every bit of cricket footage that was ever captured by government of India. So I managed to get the entire box over a period of a few months or so. And I cannot describe adequately the how, how emotional I felt. Some of the videos, like the West Indies, India series 7475, I ordered two copies, one to be shipped local, locally to Bangalore, and other to be shipped here through Speedpost, directly from the Finnish division. And that Speedpost thing would never arrive, and I was like tracking it furiously, the tracking number. And then it went, it left the Finnish division office, then it, it, then it came to the Santa Cruz International Airport. It stayed there for days. Then I called them and I asked, Madam, what is the tracking speed post? Why did you get there? Oh, that lady said, You think you look like an Indian. Okay, what is happening? We don't want to get one DVD. We want to wait for them. And then, so they had to wait for a good number of DVDs or whatever uh, to accumulate before it, for them it was cost-effective for them to ship. <laughs> and eventually I would get and 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 then one fine day a, a huge box uh, arrived and i came back i saw the box in front of my doorstep and wow this is like crazy so i did what i did was i took the box i didn't rip it off i took it to the our prayer room puja room and then i it was a very <laughs> profound moment it i felt so overcome by so many emotions that here is this box of there is a collection of the artifacts of our India's cricket history. And I am my, laying my hands on that, literally, before anyone else. And this, this the feeling is so, 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 like, deep. Then I bring the box, open it, and, like, now I am a kid in a candy shop. So many of them, so many of them. Every one of them would contain some bit or something about cricket in the last three, four minutes. So then I started making... And my own database, little database, and then which newsreel, which match. And then many of them were silent, dead silent, like a tomb. So that thus became the, my journey in acquiring, collecting these uh, films. And uh, uh, what happened was many of those, like, um, they, were, they didn't have sound. Then I called... Um, Lokpalli, Vijay Lokpalli. Hey, Vijay, I found this 1980 Golden Jubilee test match, but it has no sound. 
ஆர்கைவ் and then looking up the most uh, coverage of those matches making notes writing the script and then with a lot of trial and error fitting in the narrative narration to the video so i have i said uh, 200 or so like here it is entire box of uh, dvds all the film division wow. dvd yeah like and then you never know right with this corona virus thing going on who the heck was so I, my family is standing in section by the way if shit happens then you know call subur have subur's number so <laughs> you know, now that we are vaccinated you know i feel safe about it but you can't let this uh, this collection just disappear <laughs> i feel very subur is uh, subur shastri <laughs> Subhashastri, of course. Subhashastri, our dear friend Subhashastri. He is another avid collector, of, although from a different era. And he, uh, so now my point is, I, there is this sense that I'm sitting, I mean, I'm, these are the artifacts of our film history. And I feel a sense of uh, sacred burden, I'd call it responsibility to, it, it is not, see, this is not like, the way i feel towards what about about these uh, movies is about this collection is it isn't anyone kisi baap ka nahi it is not like anyone's private collection it is not like even sports star or any of those commercial channels right where they they were shown by some private channel it is the people of indias these were produced by the government of india and no one else knows about it let alone they discovering that or retrieving that and i'm sitting on top of that and i feel it is i felt it I, it it just shouldn't belong to me or it just something that to, that that would belong to a few friends of mine through whatsapp groups and so forth i must find a way to share this with all the cricket lovers and that's when i started this mission of uh, starting my own channel like, a few years back no no this is fantastic this is very moving i have two questions one is a clarification this personal trauma was for you because it was uh, really uh, no my my uh, yeah my my beloved one uh, family member oh. and then okay. um yeah my my wife and uh, so she's fine though she's, she's kicking ass now she's completely in fantastic pretty much cured, cured i said i just want to quickly add that and uh, it's a uh, we have recovered out of that but the the bewildering point is although this movies this collection i mean these archives have existed for long what's interesting is it needed a crisis in my life for me to even think about it and when you think when you go down even a couple of levels deep why did that happen it happened because the adult me the midlife me who was in trauma needed a solace needed a shelter and that shelter would happen when that adult me wanted to be with the child in me and the child in me all the, ch- the child knew about was the cricket back then 
the cricket that the child grew up watching the cry child grew up listening the child grew up following so that's the interesting connection between the the, the crisis the trauma that happened in my midlife years and how it connected and why it connected to the uh, to this whole journey and because of the I, i i say this again there is a kid in every one of us and we must listen to that there the kid has gone through his ups and downs itself but i am speaking more about the the moments of joy the kid has experienced and the kid wants to have more of it the kid wants to experience more of it and that's the bridge that seems to have been gapped your task yeah it's a, it's a very moving story it is like our own cricketing version of uh, anand but it is ending on a happy note which is uh, yeah. very good no, by the way by, by the way other thing i want to add is when this happened i made another resolution i would call it a media resolution i decided not to watch any serious movies i definitely no cancer survival movies no movies related to child abuse i mean enough i don't want to subject my mind to this this sort of disturbing stories i have my i've had my own share and uh, so i started watching comedy movies just like i would watch random episodes of jaspal bhatti or mr b or you know russell peters and so forth wow wow yeah that's that's uh, terrific uh, the other question i had for you is like suppose uh, someone like me or anybody you know is uh, interested to get this even though you say it belongs to the people of india it is not going to be possible right unless i go through 20 hurdles <laughs> yeah it's a, i'm telling you it's a, it's it's, a, it's we can have the conversation on another day because it's not a easy it's a, i'm serious about it it's like a, it's it's a, the hurdles are many and you i i happen to know there are very nice people though you have to know a few people there and then you have to knock a few doors and you know everything i did was through proper channel i didn't do anything i didn't bribe anyone or in they they they're incredibly nice people and uh, the only thing is they are bureaucratic they have red tapeism they have lot of procedures which they can't do anything about and uh, they will tell me how much i owe them and i send them the immediately i send i might do the money transfer but even after that they take some time because four years ago now probably they have streamlined four years ago what i was told was sir aapne to paisa transfer kiya lekin aisa kya hota hai hamara accountant accounting department se kisi ko bank mein jaake dekhna padta hai paisa bhara hua hai nahi uske baad hi hum aapka print banwayenge so this is how <laughs> seriously this is how this this was the response i got like some four years back now i'm now it's much quicker uh, they probably have streamlined that so there is a um uh what shall i say it's it's a tedious journey let me put it this way there's no straightforward way to get it wow and and uh, so the once it once you get uh, have you got everything or are you still in the process of getting more i have i've gotten pretty much everything every bit of uh, cricket that was ever filmed every bit the one thing that i thought i had was there is a clip of sik and i do my early 50s and i i had it but i'm not able to look at it i need to order that once again and oh. uh, i was able to find the first ever india pakistan match and the first ever test victory of india's test victory all of this india england wonderful 1970s like the even the nari contractor the match that india won in chennai i think when was it early just before they left for the west indies which nari was hit by a fatal knock fatal ball and uh, i have pretty much most of the the significant uh, 
pieces milestones of indian history and of course subhash gupta's bowling i don't know whether you have watched it and yes of course <laughs> yeah even i i did subhash chandra so gupta was at least two generations prior to mine and and i had no idea i mean uh, when i watched prasanna's uh, testimony or the way he describes subhash gupta and also yeah, so much has been written about him so much and uh, to have discovered his bowling action was like it's like fist to my eyes absolutely i mean that, that subhash gupta video is brilliant i i will link uh, many of the videos and i will also link your channel i urge all the listeners to go and one thing that uh, you know is very uh, j differentiates j from the rest is that uh, it's not just an upload there is a you can see that there is a lot of work that has gone into the upload and yeah. also uh, there is you know when uploading india's uh, first test victory against england he has also you know got uh, interview with uh, cd gopinath who was the surviving member and things like that so there is a lot of thought even uh, when uploading the jubilee test he has got a fantastic uh, kannada radio interview with uh, gundappa vishwanath so these are all things that uh, you know he has uh, worked to put things together yeah yeah the uploads are like uh sacred is they become like every upload project has become a sacred activity for me now after the copyright thing i think uh, i made more friends i'm glad the film team stuck the copyright uh, blow on me and my channel was down for a few months that's when i realized like i have a strong coterie i mean uh, subo from atlanta and then marcus lee from london and vinayak another guy from pune so they 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 gave me like a lot of comfort and solace during those oh my god three months and the, my channel with all the hard work it was done was struck down because of copyrights and now i have post strike down now i have like after they lifted the copyright uh, hold now i i formed a sort of a team you know i every time i i want to upload i send uh, the my preview footage and i i just like they do a lot of research marcus and subo what am i big note of thanks and marcus is such a wonderful guy he he like tells me ball by ball what happened and he sends me like in a you know table hey 3 minute 20 seconds gupta bowling to this guy and and 3 minute 40 seconds tamane stumping and then even the uploads i ask subu and marcus hey tell me what is it that you don't want me to miss in 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 the next one and subu said you you cannot be not mentioning this kapil dev's york ah, okay and had he had he not said that i probably wouldn't have mentioned that kapil so it's like a, to su sub narayan yeah. please i will upload that then, yeah you know yeah, exactly the the, the 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 piece is there but the thing is you need to mention that in the intro and then i thanks to subu who said you know I, otherwise i although i had watched it it is just that i uh, i it wouldn't have occurred to me naturally to mention that and also there is a bunch of uh, folks in kolkata who do the video editing it's very hard for me to find time but they uh, help me out and it's a combined it's a, it's a lovely team effort and and then i i reason why i say this is uh, this uh, this act of producing this upload is very special to me is because i know that i'm sitting on top of history and i know that i'm sitting on material which was produced by the government government of india for its people and uh, now that film television has now understood the importance of what i'm doing 
i i feel even more responsible for for my mission and uh, uh, so again making this isn't uploading isn't like just clipping out that bit and then there is so much that has to happen especially when the raw footage there is no sound i had to i had to find out to learn about it. for example the, the 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 most recent one was the the first ever victory india versus england 1952 just one minute one minute of raw footage heck no idea what was going on i sent it to marcus and subu marcus he did his best to give the one minute what do you say i can't be doing a ball by ball narration what do you say and then like uh, i then there is there's interesting to me honestly i'm not much into talking about how many runs india scored or how many wickets i'm not much into numbers to me it's more about the feeling to me it's more about the people to me it's more about the experience and to me it's more about the 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 social phenomenon so when i saw the madras footage chepok stadium there are lots of trees lots of trees and there is the scene is around hovers around like the first few seconds at least 10 15 seconds of they just show the chepok in all its green glory and then i said wow now look at the the ipl arena it has become then i thought i had to say a word to 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 that call people's attention then what do i do i just go look up what trees used to grow on wallaja road back then <laughs> and there is some article people expressing their displeasure all the people trees have been knocked down and then i mentioned wow the last green people trees <laughs> nodding their heads cheerfully at at, at the chepok <laughs> you know and and then also the the mystery about the black bands why the heck are they wearing black bands and then i learn about the dying of the king george on the, on the first day and then it was the day of my second day wasn't there stay but they turned that into the second dress day and then later they would wear the black bands and so all those tidbits is what makes the uh, the upload interesting i hope and for me it's not like people watching the game it's also creating an experience it's not that i'm trying to bring back the the old days but i'm my what i'm trying to do is to transport them back in a time machine to that era and that's why i in a spectacular way mr jack you're succeeding really well because that is exactly <laughs> what your videos are doing but let me bring one point you know you say it is just one minute and it is right but the work that you've put in uh Oh, what it, uh, what struck me about that video was that uh, cd gopinath even though he is seeing just one minute there are almost tears in his eyes because he never imagined he yeah. would even get that one minute <laughs> yeah exactly he saw that and i i should thank uh, i'll be remiss if i didn't thank uh, a guy called i have never met him colonel shankar colonel vindu shankar who knows gopinath uh, uh, pretty well and it was vijay lokpalli thank you vijay lokpalli who connected me to colonel shankar it so happened that i reached out to him on february 8th or so and february 10th was the anniversary 69th anniversary and he was to he was planning a surprise party he was to visit uh, uh, gopinath's home in chennai and then i said uh, why don't you show him this raw video so i sent him the raw video with no commentary and that's what he showed him now i also sent him a bunch of questions that uh, and he could ask on you know and then i recorded myself and which he asked and he recorded his response and that's what i compiled all of that and packaged that into a, an episode i was very lucky i got be, lucky 
Oh, it's brilliant. And you'll be happy to know that uh, the bits that C.D. Gopinath talks about uh, Sir Frank Worrell, I actually yeah. sent it to my friend in West Indies because uh, she's working on a biography yeah. of uh, Frank Worrell. And she saw that uh-huh. and she was so happy. And she said, I'm going to use this in my book, at the end of my book. Beautiful. Very nice. So, Raina, I asked, the, the other question is, when you, when you talk to veterans like Gopinath or anyone for that matter, what do you ask them? I mean, you, you would know better. You're, you're more naturalistic. So, my style is, you know, I was told to go ask, don't ask any, like, open questions. Ask him how many sixes he scored or how many. Heck, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to ask him any fact questions. You know, that anyway, we can find out. I want to ask him feeling questions. Sir, tell me how how it felt like to win over the very country who had ruled us for 200 years. And then how do you guys celebrate? And who are your best friends? And who would you have? they drink with and these are these are the kind of questions that i i managed to ask as opposed to hey tell me what was world's technique or tell me like what was your style of uh, hitting didn't uh, reverse sweep occur to you i don't want to ask any of those like boring questions <laughs> maybe it's interesting for many of them but for me is more about what they felt like Absolutely. And it's wonderful. Wonderful you asked that. I have a curious question, though. Why did the Films Division uh, shut down the copyright? Oh, oh wow. That happened, like, when was it? In June or June? I don't recall. Subhu, Subhu messaged me. You know, his channel is down. I said, what? Then I, it was, like, shocked to learn my channel was down. And then I got an email from YouTube saying that uh, there is a copy, copyright strike. What I was violating the copyright, Films Division copyright. And then, if you look at it legally, yes, I was violating the copyrights because the content is not mine. The content is clearly not mine. It belongs to Films Division. There's no denying that. The reason, knowingly, why did I post it? I posted it because if you look at the very mission of uh, Films Division, it was these films were meant for the people. They weren't any any private. You know, the theaters used to be fined if they did not show this documentary. Put it this way. Then I thought in the back of my mind, I was only furthering their their cause. But but what I would learn was I would eventually speak to one of their guys, who said that uh, you know we we do understand your intent. We do understand yours is a non-profit channel. But you know what happens is uh, there are a lot of other players who get these DVDs from us, and they make money out of this and take my money out of this. And then I said, well, I told you already. I told you this is, a, mine is a non-profit. Sir, what the, this is, take, this, one, this is, you know how government works. Then I was very, very disappointed. Then that's where Vinayak and Subhu, we formed a group and then we like brainstormed what's the best way to do this. Vinayak, uh, he lives in Pune. He, he had connections even with the home minister and um, uh, they were they were trying to he was trying to reach the, the his private secretary and then he never responded and i was feeling more and more hopeless and i tried various ways i tried approaching all the journalists i knew and some of them took interest and it was like a, then a colleague of mine suggested why didn't you write to shashi tharoor I don't know. I mean, Shashi Tharoor, of course, we, we all heard about him, but why would Shashi care about me? Who am I? I'm like a nobody. I don't represent any vote bank. Then I said, yeah, email, I don't know. I said, go figure out, man. Go. He should be lookable. He's, a, he's in the opposition, whatever. So I looked him up, and then I found a couple of email addresses. So he doesn't know me, obviously. And what do I do? 
I said, okay, chalo, or ek, let me throw another stone. So I, I knew that Shashi is a PG Woodhouse fan. And also he loves cricket. And he's written quite a few books on about cricket. Thanks to the corporate America training, so we all are trained to do the elevator pitch. So my challenge to myself was, I'm going to send an email. In case he decides to browse through his email, obviously the subject will be displayed. The subject should be such that when he looks at it, there is no way he cannot not open the email, my email. When he opens my email and I gave an executive summary, just one or two paragraphs, one screen paragraph, there is no way he cannot not read the executive summary. And when he reads the executive summary, there is no way that he cannot not open the four-page letter I have written to the film division. And that's exactly what happened. So I sent a very carefully crafted email. The subject read, Woodhousian's plea to retrieve vintage cricket videos or to retrieve cricket archives. And bang, within eight hours, he sent a response saying, and he read the summary. He said he also read the. He he said you make a very persuasive case. In fact, I had suggested in the I I forwarded him the the, the letter I had written to the film station. I even said, look, mine is a non-profit, and I am unearthing videos that people don't even know. Even you guys don't know it existed, and they are such uh, immense historic value. And notwithstanding the, the COVID time, bringing soothe and relief to so many hundreds, and I'm not. This not a non, non. This is not a profit channel. And then let me do this. I am offering you. Why don't you make my take away my channel? Make this like a, a Philip Tujan subsidiary on cricket. Take away my name. Forget about me. There's no Jay Ganguly. Call it a FD plus cricket. Whatever you want to call it. And then make the proceeds of the ad revenue, which anyone anyway was going to Google. Let it go to Philip Tujan. Right? Give me your anchor. Tell me how. Give me your uh, uh, the what do you call. In whatever way you are, you are, you are monetizing, use this. I'm going to be willing to give my password or whatever you need to do. Do and don't stop this. But they they would listen. I don't know. They took their own time. And Shashi saw this. Shashi, I should say, Doctor Shashi Tharoor. Who am I to call him like Shashi? <laughs> Doctor Shashi Tharoor saw this and he saw the sincerity of what I was trying to do. He was moved and he said he immediately sent a response. Oh, I wish I knew this channel, knew about this channel, and I would have subscribed. And he said, I'd like to do this. Then he said, one, two, three. I'm going to do the following, following, following. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to launch a multi-pronged attack. I'm going to follow up with the INB ministry. I'm going to follow up with this bureaucracy, and et cetera, et cetera. And, and I was so delighted. Oh, my God, this guy, Shashi Tarur, replied. And he's doing all of this. And I'll, I'll send you the response uh, that he shared with me, or he forwarded me. Then... Few weeks, nothing happened. Then I sent him a gentlest of the gentle reminder. He re- he replied, "Look, I'm, I haven't found time to work." Which he eventually found time. He followed up. Yet nothing happened. He brought it up in his so-called parliamentary committee meetings. Nothing happened. And several reminders. Absolutely, he was he was feeling like frustrated himself. I could feel that. And towards the second week of October, I guess, he sent a stinker, I don't want to call it, he sent a, a sharp letter to the cabinet minister of INB, Prakash Javadekar, I guess, yes. He sent a sharp, he, he forwarded the 
the the uh, the letter that he had sent to him and saying that uh, they must like do whatever it takes to bring back this channel and the, the minister's office acknowledged yeah we received that's it they 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 won't commit to anything and then on fine day i realized i saw i got a notification from the fd folks that my channel is back and just that very day there was an article in hindustan times which featured all the the folks who provide this content which featured subu as well rob linda as well another guy in pakistan and most importantly it had a quote from gavaskar he that's what i i use that in my channel as well where gavaskar um, is alluding to this channel he's saying why these uh, film clippings why are they important why is it necessary for us to be reminded of the journey where we started and where we are and how who we were before and how we have come to the point where we are so combination of things happened and uh, finally films division they released the hold on me they haven't given me any letter or so but they just released my channel so that's so is there a is there a risk of it uh, happening again i'm not sure i can't say anything there might be but all i can say is i have uh, much better support more followers more people who care about it and uh, maybe i my might still go back to shashi tharoor even i think ramachandra guha reached out to me saying complimented the work that i have been doing he used to be in the bcci and i don't know i mean like i'm hoping that they won't do it but in case they do i I'm, i'm hoping we'll have to go and strike back again uh, so are, you, uh, are you okay uh, are you okay if uh, people download the, from your youtube channel download the video no i am i am okay provided the the reference where it's coming from and i'm not okay if they're using it to make money let me give an, an anecdote which happened like last month or two months back there was a prominent official from a commercial channel uh, i won't don't want to name the channel but he's a big gun in in that uh, sports channel he said hey this ahmedabad match is coming up and we need your permission to use your uh, one of my footages and do, do we have your permission then i looked at it and i replied absolutely not because this this is a non profit work and this is not meant to be used for any commercial reasons and he replied saying he had the cheek to reply saying you know we'll whatever it is we'll take care of it i said he then he furthermore he said this will make a great territorial story i said screw you what do you mean great territorial story even like sitting in front of taj mahal or renting taj mahal would make a great territorial story will they do it will they allow you to do it no it's like this it's like this is this is our cricketing history this this is our national heritage and you want to use it for your commercial channel absolutely no way and even film division is not going to let you do that and i didn't want to say anything of that sort i just said yeah, no way i'm not going to i'm not going to let you do that but there are some folks who say you know this for educational purposes and so forth it's a tricky situation because with great difficulty i have managed to have ft remove their no obje- no objection they haven't given sent me any letter saying you are free to you are welcome to use our content but they have at least they don't seem to have any objections as of this point in time and uh, I, who am i to give my okay to anyone coming and asking me because fundamentally the content the copyright belongs to ft and of course i have added my own layers i have added my value not to mention but still 
we must acknowledge that the copyright is theirs, not mine. And I'm, I'm nobody to, you're not, you're not using it, obviously. Definitely not. The answer is a clear no. And although they might say, yeah, I need it. And then say, if you really want it, go go deal with them. And, and don't even mention my channel. I mean, because it, it could again put the whole thing in jeopardy. Have you uh, heard anything at all from uh, the other organization here, uh, the BCCI? Uh, do they no. care at all? <laughs> no, they, they don't. I haven't heard anything at all. Absolutely no, nothing. And, uh, well, I couldn't care less. I mean, honestly, they, they are the ones who ought to have actually taken this up as their mission because it's clearly the the history of Indian cricket. And I haven't heard any message or any, any note from them. And then... Yeah, I mean, I I'm not like <laughs> I'm not like uh, seeking their validation, or I'm not. It's fine. I mean, they don't need to acknowledge my effort. It's fine. Yeah, you as, as long me. as they're not stopping you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, that that be like what you stop this of all the things that be like. Uh, I will I'll bring it up to Vijay Lokpal's attention. He will know what to do with that headline. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but at a broader point though, I mean, it has taken. Uh, an individual like you who is sitting in another country to, you know, actually excavate this. Isn't it a bit of a shame? I mean, not from you, you are doing an exceptional job, but isn't it a bit of a shame that the organization involved is not trying to nurture, do anything about its history? Uh, I, I know, how do I say this? They, who are BCCI, if you really ask me, what do they represent? You know, I'm, I have no relation, I have no connection, I have no context with them. But just to think of it, any, why BCCI, any, any, any organization for that matter, right? any corporation, any institute, they're a group of people, finally. They're a group of people. They, they must have their own mission statement or they must have their own priorities. If retrieving or if saving these artifacts is not a priority, then I'm not going to ask them, right? It's like they... They are what they are. I mean, their priority is something else, right? That, that's all. That's one way to look at it. If it is, if it is in them, oh, this is such a big piece of uh, our history, and let's recognize it. Then, if the thought hasn't occurred to them, I mean, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with about it? Tell me. <laughs> I don't want to call it it's a matter. Point, of, it? <laughs> no, no, it, I'm not going to say it's a matter of shame or otherwise. But you know, I don't know what their mission is. Uh, you, you, it all boils down to what's the mission of BCCI, right? Isn't uh, if if like valuing the uh, the cricketing history isn't their mission, then there is nothing I can do about it. Well, uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, and, completely taken. And that, that begs the question. That you know, that begs the question. Why am I doing this, right? Why am I going to such extend such lens to produce each episode. Not for BCCI, not even for the, our idols, idols, not even for Chandra or Vishwanath or Kapil Dev. They have, for most part, most of them have moved past their, their old glories. You go talk to Kapil Dev, he said, he, he, he told me that he hasn't, he doesn't go about wearing the 83 World Cup. He says that when he meets someone who one of the newer generation, we shouldn't be surprised if the newer kid doesn't know about Kapil Dev. And Kapil Dev, if he has to shake hands with that kid, he will introduce himself as, yeah, Kapil Dev and Mancha Dev, whatever it is. I'm, I, uh, I live in Delhi, I live in Chandigarh, I have my own electric company. 
that's how he he said he would introduce himself not as like i won the india 83 world cup <laughs> i mean my point is that they have moved past their glories even the one that uh, i uploaded recently it was not for kapil dev sake his first century and uh, even chandra he's he's not i don't to my recollection i've known him very very well to my recollection to my impression he i don't think he dwells on i mean so far as i can discern he doesn't think much about his glorious past to quote a interesting anecdote a dear colleague of mine badly wanted to meet chandra my my generation and finally agreed we met at a starbucks in san jose and we he came sharp on time at 6 o'clock or so chandra was there he came with uh, wearing a three piece suit and with a with a garland and he chandra is just stepped in and as soon as he sees him he puts on the garland and then he falls at his feet and there is i mean i can understand it's it's a, it's a reverence the same concept the same phenomenon the child in him is rejoicing and we have coffee and and then he goes on a beautiful trip down the memory lane he talks about the eden gardens he talks about the match and then chandra this and that you know how oh, you know you took three wickets whatever 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 the chandra's response jairaj ಆಪಲ್ ಒಂದು ಹೊಸ ಐಫೋನ್ ಬಂದಿದೆಯಲ್ಲ ನೀವು ತೊಗೊಂಡಿದ್ದೀರಾಂಡ್ moved not only because of uh, the cricket footage but also the, the the bouquet of memories these clips brings them back there was a kid who said oh can i call you uncle i said fine man go ahead we had a google chat and he said look he's in his i think 20s he said my grandfather is in his 80s and he has dementia and as soon as he watched your 1965 match i think patodi he came alive and with so many memories of when he back then he used to be like teenager whatever and uh, he uh, he he remembered his parents his grandparents and the days when he used to be doted i have we, we can't thank you enough man there's another uh, viewer who said that um, you know his sister was going through chemotherapy and she passed away sadly but in her last days she would watch my channel repeatedly repeatedly and that brought a, so much of comfort and solace you know these are the stories which touch which which uh, stories which touch me and often times i tear up when i it's for these people it's for uh, memories it's for experiences like this i spend so much time on this channel so much time on this activity uh, not for the or idols not for the cci yeah and and uh, it's amazing how you know there are two things right there is one is nostalgia for those who were living in that time and who are now going back who are transported to that time but there are also people like me and you know future generations who are seeing this and who are actually connecting to it in a very different way but in also in a very emotional way uh, you know mm-hmm. for me whenever i see these videos i think often think of my grandfather who initiated exactly. me into the game and he right. has told me so many of these stories and i really wish he was alive to watch some of these because he never got to mm-hmm. watch uh, too much at all i don't even think he saw many movies because uh, he was uh, disabled and he would not have right. gone to many movies but just you know that's the deep connection that it has you know for me it is like uh, 
you know, it is not so much nostalgia as much as there's this famous Brazilian uh, uh, word called saudade. And when they say saudade, mm -hmm. they mean that, you know, it is, uh, you are being transported to a time that, uh, you know, perhaps wow. never existed should, for you. But but should, it exists. I should write it. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. word and it's a sentiment, you know, S-A-U-D-A-D-E. And the Brazilians uh, okay, write refer to it. It's it's a uh, it's beautiful, and you are your videos are really bringing that out in people. There's it's very deep, you know. I <laughs> see a lot of YouTube videos. I mean, I'm spending so long watching YouTube, Thank videos, you. but seeing your videos, it's uh, kindling a very deep emotion. And you are obviously thank you very you know, much. Coming, and, uh, your passion is coming. Yeah. Another, yeah. There is a lot of work involved. No question about it. And right here. Writing, writing the script is the hardest part. It's a torture, especially the first time, which I thoroughly enjoy, by the way. I love the torture, writing the script and being respectful for the viewer's time. I don't want to be just there hogging people's attention. They are there to watch the footage, not to listen to me. I know that. But I used to just upload it raw. Someone said, who the heck would know what's going on? Give some intro. I said, me? Who am I to give it? I said, okay, let me do that. Let me try doing it. That's how it happened. And sometimes I, what do you, what do you even, see, that's an interesting challenge you have, right? When when there is a footage, how much time you want to spend on that? Again, it depends, right? It's a couple of things, a Gavaskar thing. People already know so much about them. And I, I give what's of essence and they walk out no, no later than one minute. Sometimes I take longer. And uh, for example, the India West Indies series, I... And Chandra, I happened to know so well. On my way back from work, I called him and said, Chandra, you know, the, my next this weekend, I want to upload this uh, India West Indies, which you won, which which we won, and then give me a story. Tell me, what should I say? I have only three minutes. Chandra, <laughs> yeah, Chandra, please. You know, I, I have to make it interesting. Tell me, what is it you remember? Then he wouldn't. Then, then I said, I, again, I am driving, and then I have another 10 minutes before I reach home. I said, yeah, last day I was uh, expensive, and Jana uh, people tell me, Tiger did not want to change my bowling and held What? Wow. <laughs> Then, 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 uh, then I f like f fact check in the sense that I go back to Mayor Bose's like Bible on cricketing history. I think I don't know where. Yes, this was Calcutta, last right? day. Calcutta. Calcutta match. Yes, Calcutta yes. match. Yes, the last day, last day. Yeah, yeah. Chandra, Chandra was very turning out to be very expensive, and West Indies were chasing some total, and then people were howling, and apparently, oh my God, this guy is like giving away runs. And Patodi, he steadfastly held on to Chandra. He didn't change his bowling. And in a matter of minutes, he took Chandra took like three wickets. In a matter of minutes. And that was literally the game changer. And that's how India won. See, this is, we remembered with such reverence. But when Chandra, uh, you know, <laughs> he has a different reaction to that. Yeah, I think the Clive Lloyd wicket was crucial. He bowls him. And uh, yeah, then yeah, he gets yeah. uh, two more. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 there's several layers, right? When I make these videos, there is uh, some research involved. I'm glad to take help now. And uh, there is also this having to give the narration, paying attention to the economy of words. 
and then being mindful not to encroach too much time about the viewer and saying something that is uh, something that stands out for example subhash gupte that was another chant we worked on it for almost 3 months you meaning the three of us and then the question is what do i how do i introduce subhash gupte it's it's easier said than done and then like uh, it's um, you know so much is written about him already and then there are, i need to appeal to generations it is just not one generation even my generation doesn't know who was subhash gupte we kind of have vaguely heard and the previous the generations who could relate to uh, pretty much have disappeared or disappearing rapidly and the millennia kids ought to know him so that was the challenge i faced and i with a lot of effort i wrote a script and then i read out and then i also interposed with suitable music or whatever and then before and also you uh, mentioned the caroline gupte's wonderful book oh yeah, yeah of course caroline gupte's book by the way i should thank her too and she you know i needed pictures from her book and i didn't want to we wanted that to be a surprise we didn't want to tell her why we need that so i cleverly asked her hey caroline you know can i use your images because i am producing something about the folks who emigrated from india and like uh, then she quickly said yeah i yeah, go ahead and use <laughs> and then she she didn't know what to expect it turned out to be an episode on her own father yeah i could i she tweeted it and it was so thrilling for her i guess to have watched that so uh, uh-huh. brilliant kudos to you for that uh so coming to uh, you know i've taken up a lot of your time but i just want to wrap up with two things one is uh, uh you know is there any plan or are you looking also at uh, retrieving footages from other countries like you know india going to say uh, west indies or india going to pakistan is that something part of your plan no my my collection is primarily the the footages from india and i was lucky enough uh, to get uh, colored footage from an australian viewer and who doesn't want to be named he sent out uh, he he wanted me to upload the 1979 india australia of hey come on can you prioritize that and i asked him why because you know my cousins have played you know he was my so okay and then one of the matches there was no commentary he did the commentary in an australian accent and it, people were wondering where this accent came but then he also said i have some india australia footages which he uh, i said why don't you upload he said no 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 i don't want to risk this copyright thing i said come on let me do it so i uploaded and then uh, it isn't film station obviously it's it's i think some other company i don't know which one is that and i uploaded some almost like six or seven clippings and then uh, i was kind of worried about that i took down because i don't want to have another strike down because of copyright violation so i didn't want to deal with that and then i don't know i'm trying west indies india in west indies i reached out to a few people uh, i am told that they haven't even there's no footage one hope is india england in england there is there is like a british path aid and and then definitely the bbc would have archives i'm pretty sure they would have archives and we need to ask someone out there maybe marcus or someone who can connect us or who would know how to retrieve if at all they would let us do that so for example the 1971 match that uh, india won we have a little of it but definitely it's coming from a bigger chunk big, bigger piece right whatever that it's a, it's a glorious piece of um, one or two minutes of india and england and the, where chandra took six wickets so that has to be from a 
another maybe half an hour episode or so so what about the remaining 20 28 minutes it must be somewhere out there so maybe yeah maybe we should, i don't want to give up hopes on that absolutely and uh, are there any uh, two or three holy grails for you something that you know you really wish that you you could find that some stage um, i mean i guess vishwanath's uh, madras knock would be one but any others that you would really absolutely love to get <laughs> yeah vishwanath knock i already found and <laughs> i found ga, ga, what is it chandra's yeah, debut match few shots right I'm, not yeah no exactly there i would love to get but they haven't captured oh like that you mean uh you know more than the footages i would love to get uh, the radio commentary samples of our favorite commentators and that would make my day that would yeah, make I mean, my I day yeah i posted that vijay hazare Chakruva. autobiography and you yeah, i saw it i saw it i I, listened, i i i mentioned that and i heard the entire clip so that would be my wish list hope to be able to listen to those running commentaries and uh, about the footages well that definitely will be several in the list so i hope uh, you know can you give us an idea of how many how much percentage you have got through i hope there is a large percentage still remaining oh great question yeah i th- i think i'm probably um, i just counted about 50 of the uh, 100 uh, probably i'm done with about 40% i guess 40 40 close 40%. to no more than no more than 50% you know some of the significance one which i need to upload is the is the 7677 india england series mm-hmm. then there is also new zealand india i guess in india the chandra abhi i don't know uh, this guy prasanna took number of wickets i have that and the number of uh, india pakistan 1950s they are in remarkable quality but no sound no sound and i need to that that's where like i i take time because it's not easy i uploading is one thing i can just upload you know several of them in a day but then if i were to upload without any context without any narration just the the silent versions of it uh, i don't know to what point to what avail absolutely yeah wonderful so yeah india pakistan uh, he has already uploaded a bit so you can watch uh, bits from the 79 series and also a few things that uh, you know wasim raja footage of wasim raja in kanpur oh, brilliant lovely lovely uh, images so uh, thank you for that jay and uh, right. yeah i think uh, you know i have covered uh, a lot and I, you know any parting thoughts for the viewers and listeners that you would like to share <laughs> <laughs> parting thoughts you know i'm i'm moved by all the the i'm very gratified by all the the uh, appreciation uh, the messages that i keep getting from the viewers i never knew that uh, whatever i started some years back would amount to something as huge as this and i consider myself very lucky and i made many friends uh, along the way one request i have for you is you should also consider reaching out to some of the other folks like uh, many umpires from the from the previous years and uh, there is one guy who was uh, madhav what's his name gotoskar uh, gotoskar madhav gotoskar yeah madhav gotoskar he's he's still there he's 90 something 
and then find out from your network it would be great to have him on your show awesome and we would love we would love to do that we would love to listen to gotaskar and some groundsmen you know all the folks who maybe the kolkata groundsmen in their famous dhotis and incredible people you should seriously just not the the cricket the our idols and also the avid fans like us but also definitely you must consider having them on your show it will make it even richer absolutely and uh, we have uh, we are going to uh, you know attempt to get that and more than cricketers and writers we also want all these other people and yes thank you for the suggestion and we will make a serious attempt to do that and uh, so in the meanwhile i will link all the uh, videos and things that we have spoken about i will link the channel i'll also link to uh, jay's uh, twitter you can follow him on twitter where uh, he uploads uh, he puts out uh, details of all the uploads and um, also sir uh, just one uh, question and request for you uh, all these wonderful clippings that you post in the videos is there any way to put uh, you know some kind of uh, archive that somewhere because i would love to read as well whatever you sometimes i pause the youtube video and i try and read but it's little hazy so it's hard to read okay the one that i yeah the ones that i use yeah the newspaper clippings i i can send the pdf let me know which ones i can i have the pdf document i'll send it to you oh no 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 i was yeah, because it, you can create like a ba- database for that as well somewhere oh okay i'll do that okay i let me think about it yeah sure yeah it's it's i do it. i definitely have it i'll it's another project i'll do it yeah sure okay okay fantastic yeah or uh, if you or if you want to collaborate we can also you know in 81 all out we can maybe try and build a database on that so that's also open we're open you know the problem is let me tell you the problem is that of copyright right it clearly says it's not for public use and i'm always worried about it who knows yeah, right what that's true and although my only thing is that uh, ethically i don't feel i'm wronging because again it's for a noble cause uh, that's what keeps me like um, we can think about it i can i let be careful about it but definitely it's it's worth trying we can we can figure out some way to do that sure and in the in the meantime if i have any request i will send it to you maybe you can send me the pdf sure yeah that brings us to the end of another episode of the 81 all out podcast if you enjoy the work we do please support us via coffee.com that is ko-fi.com/81allout you can find the link in the show notes it will allow you to either set up a recurring monthly payment or to throw in a one time contribution as i mentioned at the start of this episode all your contributions till the end of june will go towards covid relief in india and we will match your contributions up to 800 US dollars stay safe and mask up goodbye